You want to go into retirement without regrets? Stick around for tips on how to enjoy carefree retirement. Welcome in to Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben Koval and Matt Leibarker. Hi there. Welcome to the show. This is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. And here to help you take charge of your money is Ben Koval, Matt Leiberger, with us each Sunday at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. A little bit about Ben and Matt. They have over 10 years experience. They're also fiduciaries, which means by law have to have the best interest of their clients. And all the things we talk about on the show each week are the things that you'll need to sit down and talk to Ben and Matt about because we know how important these things are, whether it's wealth accumulation, Social Security strategies, long-term care, tax minimization, life insurance, and so much more. I'd like to welcome the guys in. Ben, Matt, how are we doing this morning? Doing good, Gary. Doing great, buddy. All right, my man. My guys, let's get going. All right. Planning for retirement can be challenging. Now, there's no doubt about it. Now, unfortunately, when it comes to retirement, mistakes can cost you significantly. The goal to plan correctly and avoid experiencing the fallout that comes with the most retirement planning regrets. Now, we're going to cover some of these, some of those retirement regrets and how you can steal clear of those, steal clear of the potholes along the road to retirement. I love that, the potholes to retirement. All right, here's the first one. Not saving enough, not starting early enough. That's a biggie. Yeah, also not investing in the right ways. So not saving enough and not starting early enough are two of the biggest concerns that people have when it comes to retirement planning. And a lot of it is because clients don't like to think about financial things. You typically get lost in the day-to-day and you lose sight of the long-term. And so, uh, you know, you've got baseball to pay for. You've got, uh, you know, piano lessons. You've got other things that you're doing while you're in the younger stages of your family that it makes it difficult to say, yeah, let's cut 5% off of our wages and put it towards a future date that is is relatively unknown. Some people are very methodical and they save well, but others not quite. So it's never too late to start. If you're not sure if you're saving enough, then meet with a financial advisor. Let them kind of walk you through, well, based on your trajectory, this is what your income will look like at the point of retirement. If that's not enough, then great. Hopefully you have time to change. If you're 60 years old, well, it's even more important to talk to a financial advisor to figure out when retirement is going to be possible. So uh, don't shy away from that conversation. But yeah, not saving enough and not starting early enough are typically some of the, the biggest issues mm-hmm. that we see. What, what is the one tip for folks who haven't started saving or perhaps you're not saving enough that, you, that would apply today? What could you tell them? Find out the result. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of times we don't want to know what the result is. Or, or you kind of blind yourself to that result. No, find out what you're doing. What is the result of that? Is it working until you die? Is that something you want to do? And by result, you're talking, talk with a planner and see how far your funds could take you. Yeah, figure out what does retirement look like for you. Yeah. And and that is the the one tip, because that will probably move the needle a lot more than anything else. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's for sure. Here's one, too, that happens all the time. And I hear folks talk about this, too, a lot. Not including both spouses in the process of planning. We're going to break that down a little more. So how do folks come to regret this when it comes to uh, retirement, guys? Oh, gosh, there are there are so many ways people end up regretting this. You know, think about everything we talk about week in and week out. Uh, we talk about that word that we all hate to talk about, budget. Yeah. Gosh, when I sit down and only one person's shown up, and we try to talk about what what a good budget that will make you happy 
will look like in retirement. And you only have one person deciding what that budget's going to look like to make you happy. Often, by the time we finally meet the other significant other, uh, they go, whoa, 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 wait, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to live on that. Right. And and so, you know, and then you have to start over. You start from scratch because, again, we always say we start with income and that requires a budget uh, that affects everything we plan for when it comes to investments. You know, it's it's one of those things as well where when we just talk about when do you want to retire if they're not already retired, if you don't have both spouses there, that can be a very different thought. You know, but but even more than that, when it comes to couples preparing and, you know, and planning for retirement uh, together, um, a real issue comes with if one person plans it and enacts it, and they're the only ones that have relationship with Ben or myself yeah. as the planner. What happens if the person who was interested in planning, what happens if they pass first mm-hmm. once we're working with them? Often the significant other who's left behind, who has no relationship with us, that person is left with at the same time that they're mourning uh, the loss of this lifelong loved one. They have no idea how they're going to be financially okay. Sometimes they're scratching and scrounging for a card with our phone number on it. So the real key is have a relationship, both of you, with the planner. So when one does pass, part of Ben's Ben's and my job is to help walk the survivor through the the pitfalls of of retirement planning and take that off their table uh, because we have a plan in place and we can work with them and they can focus on the more important things when when a loved one passes. Mm -hmm. Sadly, I'm just pretty common. Yeah, I'm sure that's happened. Has it? Have folks? I'm sadly, like I said, I'm sure that's happened, huh? Yeah. Well, and, and it is pretty common to have clients that have one of them that's more financially minded than the other. Sure. You know, one of them has always been the one that takes care of these things. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's fine. But like Matt's saying, that relationship, they need to know who to call and even beneficiaries. So it might be the spouses, but also who are the kids going to call yeah. to get a rundown of where mom and dad's assets are? It's, it's important that all this information is known or readily available. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. With me, Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, with us each week at this time. Thank you for spending part of your Sunday morning with us, 97.3 Cairo News Radio. I want to give you the phone number, get on the calendar, get yourself all set up for a more confident plan to retire, stress-free. Peace of mind, it is 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. And we're talking about some of the things that are really big challenges to retirees and some of the things they the missteps they they could take. So let's uh, let's jump ahead. Spending too much too early, guys. Yeah, and this is typically through a fallacy that that some people have in that. Well, I'm going to be spending more when I'm first retired because I'm healthy, so I'm going to be traveling more. And then when I'm not traveling, I'm just going to be, you know, sitting on on the couch watching Wheel of Fortune. So that doesn't cost as much. So I don't need as much money as we get into my 80s or whatever the case is. The problem that they fail to take into consideration there is medical costs. So medical inflation is higher than standard inflation, number one. And number two is the reason you stop traveling is likely because health is starting to fail. Now, you might be one of the quote unquote lucky where you live until you die. And everybody laughs when I say that. (laughs) Essentially meaning that you live until something happens and then you die pretty quickly. But what if you have Alzheimer diagnosis? Uh, what if you have some sort of long, longer stay? Uh, that could be pretty expensive. And so if you spent all of your money in the first 10 years, then all of a sudden what you've done is potentially bankrupted your surviving spouse because of medical concerns. So make sure you don't shortchange what the cost can be in the future when you end up planning for what your retirement is going to look like. Yeah. 
And and the other side of that same coin, you know, Ben's talking about folks who spend too much too soon because, you know, they want to front load their retirement for the travel years. The other side is uh, people who are simply too frugal in their retirement philosophy. It's just the exact opposite. Right. And they often, you know, it's it's one of the greatest joys I have when I create a plan and someone finally sits back and looks and sees how much they can, conservatively speaking, can can, can live off. Sometimes I think, man, I've been living off way less than that because I've been too scared. So uh, safely, can still conservatively speaking, I can actually spend a little bit more and, and still not fear running out of money for the rest of my life. And when we say yes, they think, I was going to go on that vacation anyways, but I was feeling guilty about it. Right. And now I can sleep well at night. Yeah. And so so it's, it's two sides of, of that coin. And that's 100% right. There's a line there. You don't want to spend too much, but you also don't want to underspend. A lot of times I'll have clients that have been very frugal throughout their entire lives. They've done a great job saving yep. and they're coming with a couple million dollars. And I show them the number that they can spend in retirement. And they say, oh, yeah, I can't spend that much. <laughs> and, you know, all of these areas cover essentially the the main goal that we talk about week in and week out, which is this idea of a plan. I don't like pie chart plans. I don't like plans where you have a generalized sense of how you're going to draw assets for. I like a plan that lists out what your income is, what the tax status is of that income, what the inflation metrics are, how it's invested for decades. That way you can properly plan on what this income looks like. You can properly plan on what taxes you're going to likely face as tax rates change. And so what we do is we typically, during these shows, open up 10 slots for clients to call in and get a complimentary meeting with Matt and ourselves where, or myself where we sit down and talk about you, talk about specifically where you're at in retirement, talk about your plan, and show you what income that you can, that you can work with. And if that's you and you want to sit down and we'll have that conversation, shoot us a call. It'll be completely complimentary. We'll sit down and we'll give you that information. But you also might be listening thinking, well, that sounds a bit more intense than what I want right now. I just want information on what retirement looks like. If that's you, then we also have opened up a handful of slots for our dinner seminar events that we have coming up over the next couple of weeks. Call up and say you want to go to one of the dinner seminars where Matt and I will present and we'll talk about what's happening in the retirement world today, how it impacts you and what you can do in your retirement plan to help fix that. At the end of that seminar, if you want to come in and see us, you can at that point, but at least you'll have a good understanding of what you can do now to help mitigate some of the issues that you've got. Now, if you end up getting sent a voicemail, leave us a message. We'll call you back, but we look forward to seeing you. All right, great advice. That number is 877-249-6900. First step, sit down with Ben or Matt. If something we've been talking about resonates with you, you feel the need to get that second opinion. I want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals, a very important risk tolerance we talk about. Just punch those numbers into your phone right now, 877-249-6900. Get yourself on the calendar or get yourself set up for those events, those dinner seminars, which are a great opportunity to get to know Ben and Matt and maybe get yourself some uh, what we'd like to call knowledge transfer. Find out about your retirement and where you stand. 877-249-6900. All right, we're going to take a short break. Back with more of Ben and Matt and Sound Path to Retirement in just a moment. What's up next, guys? Well, no retirement plan is truly complete without this. What is it? We'll tell you coming up. Welcome in. This is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan, here to help you take charge of your money. Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, with us each week at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. A little over 10 years of experience. They are both fiduciaries, which means by law have to have the best interest 
of you, their clients. And we know our listeners, these things that we talk about each week are vitally important to you, whether it's uh, income strategies, wealth protection, and long-term care strategies. We talk about social security strategies, when to take it, when not to take it, all that and more. And that's what will happen when you meet with Ben and Matt. When you get on their calendar, we'll tell you how to do that in just a little while. All right, there's uh, thinking about a magic number for retirement. What do you guys think about uh, that? It's a very common approach. And it makes sense because it's an easy number to affix to. A lot of times, decades ago, the number was a million dollars. If I can save a million dollars by retirement, I'm going to be set. Well, a million dollars doesn't go very far now, especially in the Seattle area. You have a million dollars, great. Uh, you know, hopefully you're living in the peninsula somewhere, or the Tri-Cities. It, it might not quite be enough for retirement. Now, not always the case. Depends on your property and all that. So I don't want to downplay what a million dollars is because it is still a lot of money. It's now, a 600 square foot condo in Belltown. It, it's, yeah, it's a, so <laughs> yeah, right. There was a, I, I drive over into Kirkland every once in a while, you know, take the kids to Olive Garden or whatever the case is. And there's a new development happening on the corner there by kind of where where Warehouser is. And there are townhouses and condos mm -hmm. and two bedrooms starting in the mid 900s. Oh, jeez, <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, I was talking to my wife about it going, it's not really walking distance to anywhere. It is somewhat close to the freeway, but whew. so yeah, housing plays a big role in all of this. But this magic number philosophy just doesn't make as much sense as you get close to retirement. It works fine for an earmark, say it's a million dollars. It's not quite the same right now, but at the point that you get closer to retirement, you need to have more specificity of that number. What does that actually translate to for income? How does that translate to taxes? What about inflation? So don't look at it as a magic number, but look at it as a an actual roadmap. If you create a roadmap into a plan, then that will give you what those numbers need to actually be to create what retirement that you need. So what are the risks for folks expose themselves when subscribing to that you know school of thought that they must retire by the time they're 65, 62, 63. How do, you, how do you manage that? Well, it's difficult when you put yourself into a corner like that. It could be good, right? If you say, I need to retire by 62, and you have a roadmap to how to accomplish 62, then that's fine. You know what you're doing. You know how you're going to get there. But if you say, yeah, I'm just going to uh, work until I'm 62, and I'm retiring regardless, well, you might not have enough saved for that, and you might end up running into issues. So it's it's important to have a full roadmap plan that shows you what that retirement ends up looking like. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny you mentioned the million dollars. I wish I had the song handy. Uh, Bare Naked Ladies, If I Had a Million Dollars. You guys know the song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's oh, a yeah, great Gary. song. Yeah, we'll play it. We'll play it uh, next week on the show, by the way, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, know why Gary's just not singing it for us. Yeah, yeah. no, no, I'm not going to do that. I want to drive listeners ben, away, that's for sure. Ben can grab the guitar in the corner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pay the well, copyright fees let's for Let's go it. for it, yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to pay royalties on that. Um, <laughs> another part of the plan is maximizing Social Security. We talk about putting a plan together. That's something that's really important. It, it, it is, and... You know, when you're looking at how far your money is going to go, you know, we just talked about a set, you know, number of million dollars or, or whatever works for you. The key is really the key is cash flow. Cash flow is king, right? The key is how much income do you need every month to survive and, you know, not live on rice cakes and PB&J unless that's just what you love to eat. So one thing we look at is, is kind of two, two areas. One, what's your bucket of funds? Like what, what have you saved up in investment, you know, in your retirement investments? And that's kind of what Ben was talking about. The other side is what other cash flows are going to come in 
um, you know, fixed income. And Social Security is a big one. If you have a pension, that's a big one as well. So we look at Social Security and think, okay, what's going to come in that's going to take away from that overall budgeting amount you need? And that will help us determine uh, how do we maximize your investments to supplement that. So planning on Social Security is huge. I, I have a lot of people, the very, you know, I ask when we sit down, hey, when are you thinking about taking Social, social Security? And many of them have just never thought about it. And that is a strategy. Do you take a 62 right right when you first can? Do you take a full retirement age? Do you wait till you're 70 and get the increase? Do you do it somewhere in between? These are all things that we have to uh, think about because this will maximize your cash flow. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, a consumer advocate with us each week at this time. Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, thank you for joining us, spending part of your Sunday morning with us, 97.3 Cairo News Radio. I want to give you the phone number, get on the calendar. This way you get you set, set all set up with a plan, no cost, no obligation. 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900, because you deserve a more confident plan to retire. Stress-free, peace of mind, no cost or no obligation, or you get yourself set up for some of the dinner sem seminars around town. They'd really be a lot of fun for you, get a great dinner, and uh, learn a whole lot more, too. Back to Social Security for a minute, guys. So you have someone in your office, and they're 62. Would you recommend they don't take Social Security, or would you, obviously, should that be a last resort for them, uh, depending on whether investments they have? Because we know it grows 8% every year if you wait, correct? Well, it grows 5% per year from 62 to full retirement right, that's age right, and then yes. about 8% from full retirement age yep. to 70. Mm -hmm. And it does have a compounding effect with inflation. So let's say that you were 67 last year, you didn't take Social Security, you delayed it, and inflation was 8%. That meant your Social Security check for this year would be up 16%. Mm -hmm. Any investment last year that earned 16%? Sign me up. I'll take two. <laughs> yeah, I know, me too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not really. Not, not anything that you really want to be investing money in on a long-term basis. So- uh, Social Security can be a pretty good growth element of it, but there's a there's two reasons why you might not want to draw Social Security later. So the first reason why you might want to draw closer to 62 is if your family history or your current health doesn't make it to a break-even point. And roughly, it's about age 81. If you're not going to make it to age 81, draw Social Security sooner. You might as well get more, more asset base from it. The second is if you don't have enough assets to cover you for income until age 70. So if you've got $300,000 and you're waiting until 70, retired at 62, well, that $300,000 could dwindle pretty fast waiting for that long. And then you lose hedges on inflation. You lose hedges on medical concerns down the road. It ends up creating more problems that way. So there yeah. might be a hybrid where you take sooner than 70. But generally speaking, if uh, you know regular retiree, 70 does make the most amount of sense for most people. Yeah. Well, and with what you're saying, if, you know, if they look at their nest egg and they just don't have enough, use 3,000, 300,000 as an example. Yeah. If that means they say, well, that's okay. I'll still work some and take social security at 62. Well, there, there's some tax penalties of that, right? I mean, I really, well, there's, really, there's it, tax it, and a penalty. And, and penalty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for, you know, once you get to a certain amount, if you're working and taking social security prior to full retirement age, you know, you're, you're going to lose a dollar to every two you earn. So there's, there's specifics we can talk about when we meet with people, but. Well, and that, that really pigeons into the next one, which is not having a tax map. Now, I've talked about this multiple times on the show. I feel this is one of the biggest holes that clients have as they're creating their retirement plan is what does tax look like? A lot of retirement plans have a set number for taxes, say 15%, 20% for an effective tax rate. 
But the truth is that you probably have some money that's brokerage account, meaning that you already pay taxes on it and you're going to have capital gain exposure. You might have some money that's Roth, some money that's IRA or 401k, maybe some inherited something or another's. And so you should be able to map out pretty accurately what your tax exposure is going to be between now and age 100, let's say. And that is going to be crucial to be able to maintain uh, a steadied amount of income as you go through. You don't want to have spikes of, of taxation. You don't want to have spikes and drops of income. You want to have smoothed income where you know what it's going to look like between now and, and however long you end up planning. And taxes are inevitably a part of that. And sometimes it's not necessarily about what your taxes are going to look like, but it's about the taxation of your funds. Some clients want to maintain that their, their beneficiaries, their children won't pay as much in taxes. Well, that will dictate a bit of what your tax strategy is. And so make sure that whatever you end up doing for your overall plan, that you also take a very detailed look on what tax ramifications that you have with all of this. And the truth is that the tax changes. It's something that changes maybe every six months mm -hmm. sometimes. And it's important to be on the top of that information side of things. Make sure that you know what's going on. And truthfully, this is something that your financial professional should be pushing to you. You shouldn't have to pull data from your financial professional. They should be pushing this data to you to help give you the best information to make these decisions. And so we always offer 10 slots for clients to call in to Matt and myself to sit down for a complimentary consultation, no obligation to sit down and talk about what does your plan look like? Do you have a tax plan? Do you have an actual income plan? What are you doing with social security? And we can get you the information that's very specific to you. And if we decide that there's something that we can do to help you down the road, then we can set up subsequent meetings and end up going from there. If that first meeting, you get all the information you need to create your own plan, then great, you know, move forward, creating your plan. Now, if that sounds a bit intimidating, being on a one-on-one -on -one basis, not quite sure, you want more information first, then we also have a couple of dinner events that we're doing over the next couple of weeks where we can invite you and a guest to come in and learn more about what's happening in the world. Learn more about Matt and myself, what our philosophy is, what we typically do with clients. If at the end of that dinner seminar, which you'll be in a room with a bunch of other people learning and eating uh, what we do, then you can set up a subsequent meeting at that point, and then we can go from there. Great advice. By the way, Ben and Matt are not very intimidating people, I got to tell you right now. Uh, this is your and chance. And we're really, really good looking. Yes, I know. I've seen your pictures. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is your chance to benefit from a comprehensive retirement plan. Uh, call right now. We still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar this week. And remember, the consultation is offered at no cost or no obligation. So what are you waiting for? Pick up the phone, punch those numbers in. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Get yourself set up for a comprehensive plan, no cost, no obligation, or you better yet, uh, get yourself set up for one of those dinner seminars and come meet Ben and Matt and uh, learn learn some things that maybe you, you didn't know, maybe you didn't even think about. One more time on the number before we go to break, 877-249-6900. All right, take that break right now. Be back, back with more of Ben and Matt and Sound Path to Retirement in just a moment. What's coming up next, guys? Are you leaving your retirement money on the table? You might be surprised. Stick around. Welcome back to the show. This is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan, here to help take charge of your money is Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger. A little bit about Ben and Matt. They have over 10 years experience 
They are fiduciaries, which by law has to have the best interest of their clients. Very important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. And all the things we talk about on the show each week are the things we know that are really important to you. Whether you're maybe in that retirement red zone, maybe you're retired already, you want to know about asset protection, wealth accumulation, long-term care, and so much more. All right, let's get back to the show right now. Social security and claiming strategies can make a significant difference as you're planning out your retirement, particularly when are you coming up with the amount that you'll need for your monthly paycheck. Going to dive in a bit deeper to help offer some clarity about Social Security benefits and full retirement age debates. So, yeah, back to Social Security. So what what factors affect the size of your Social Security payment, guys? Yeah, there's there's nine different factors that affect the size of Social Security, and some of which we'll dive into a little bit more here in this segment. But from a high level, if you want to look, look into this yourself, uh, one is your work history. Uh, the next is your earning history. Then it has to do with the year you were born, as well as the age when you claim Social Security. So we'll talk a little bit. We'll follow up with that here in a second. Um, if you have a spouse who worked, that'll affect it. Uh, then, of course, the overall economy. These are things you need to know in your budget. And if you choose to keep working after taking it, that can affect it, uh, as well as any other income you have coming in. So uh, there, there's quite a few factors overall. But we, we try to hit on the highlights, and, and we, we mentioned last segment, and let's just touch on it again. Uh, when you choose to take your Social Security, uh, th this is perhaps the biggest question that people ask us when we sit down, so, so we'll hit it one more time. You can claim as early as 62 and as late as age 70. Some people have asked me, well, can I wait past 70? Well, yeah, you can. You just lose all that money. Like it's never going to gain anymore. So, so don't wait till past 70. But, uh, and the caveat is the earlier you claim, the more payments you get, but the smaller the payments overall. So one thing that Ben and I do is we'll run the numbers for you. Uh, this is a huge benefit that people have when they sit down with us for, you know, our no obligation look is, is we'll, we'll plan out for you. What would this look like? What would, how would pulling at 62 affect your income? How would pulling at 70 affect your income? And these are things we can play with. So. Definitely something to consider. Yeah, guys. I mean, so it's a big difference between 62 and 70. Now, I mistakenly said it grows 8% each year, but it's 5% in the early years, and then it grows to 8% uh, when you reach full retirement age. Am I right? Yep. Full retirement age to 80. Uh, sorry, to 70. <laughs> let's, go, let's go to 80. Oh, full change. retirement age to, to 70 grows grows 8%. Yeah, they, that's, well, that, that's secure 3.0. They just changed it on it. <laughs> well, and now, full retirement age means something different than what most people think. Right. So a lot of times full retirement age, they think means, well, that's the maximum income because the words imply that that's the maximum yeah. income. Yes, it is a misnomer, isn't yeah. it? Full retirement age. Well, that, that doesn't mean that's the most you can get. Full retirement age just means when you get what is quote unquote 100% of the benefit, but it can go above 100% of the benefit. Mm -hmm. And that's by delaying from full retirement age to 70. Now, instead of saying a specific number, you know, we're not saying from 62 to 67 for full retirement age, because full retirement age depends on what year you were born. Mm -hmm. So if you were born in 1955, your full retirement age is 66 years and two months. If you were born in 1956, you're 66 years and four months. 57, it's 66 years and six months. If you were born in 1958, it's 66 years and eight months. 59 is 66 and 10 months. And then 60 or later, it's 67. Now, if you're born before 55, so if you're born 54 or earlier, then your full retirement age is 66. So it goes between age 66 to 67 in increments of 
essentially two months for every year that um, mm. that, that you were born. So that will determine what that 100% quote unquote number is, but it can be affected by early withdrawal or it can be affected by delaying. Now, Social Security also, outside of like disability, if you take Social Security disability, you can take before 62. That's a very high standard to meet and you don't want to be in the Social Security disability side of things. But there's also benefits to spouses. And that's something that, you know, Matt, alluded to here is uh well, I'll, I'll give you an example so with my uh my in-laws my father-in-law worked ever since he was you know, old enough to stand he, he was always working he had two jobs through college worked his way through had a, a great work ethic and a great career and my mother-in-law was responsible for making sure everything else worked so she was in charge of making sure the kids, they had a bunch of kids, make sure they were all taken care of and that they were off into school and all their extracurriculars and all that stuff. And so Social Security is not meant to um, hurt a family that have that dynamic where one spouse works and the other one works at home. It's developed to be able to still show value in that work from home. So the spouse that wasn't working can claim 50% of the workers social security at their full retirement age number. That was a lot of words that I just said, <laughs> essentially meaning if your full retirement age is 67, then the spouse could draw half of that 67 number as their own benefit or the spousal benefit. Now, if you delay your social security till 70, that does not increase the spousal benefit. The spousal benefit caps out at full retirement age. And you cannot take spousal benefit until the primary earner starts taking their benefit. So if you wait till 70, well, then there might be a year or two where no spousal benefit came in and there was no benefit for the spousal, but there's benefit on the full earn. Well, and something else on that spousal that is always interesting to plan for is let's say you do have, you know, some social security coming your way. You, 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 it's not like you never worked, but yours, of course, is going to be far less than, than your spouse's. You can look and when, when you do the math, it's possible to collect under your own merits and then switch yeah. to spousal. So you have to wait till your spouse retires. But let's say they're going to wait until full retirement age and you're at 62. You can if you're the spouse that did not earn a lot and has not built up a lot. If you're not working, you could take a 62, a low amount. And then when your spouse retires, you can then swap over and take the the spousal benefit and not just retires but when they draw social when, when they draw social security yeah absolutely yeah. so so these are all things that a lot of people don't know and when they come in they've budgeted for a very low social security and we start talking with them ben and i we sit down and we say well number one spousal might apply to you and, and by the way if you're listening it's not just the person you're married to right now spousal benefits qualify if you've been married for at least one year and are currently married also you qualify for spousal benefits from an ex if you were married for at least a decade. Right. So and you haven't remarried. And you haven't remarried. So if the, so there's there's a lot of things to look at that is part of our brainstorming. And people will get up afterwards and think, man, I didn't think we could talk that much about social security. <laughs> right. Oh. And uh, but it's something that radically can change uh, cash flow and what we choose to do then with their investments. And the show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate with me. Like they are each week at this time. Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, thank you for joining us. 97.3 Cairo News Radio. I want to give you that phone number so you can have a conversation with Ben and Matt. 
about Social Security or other issues we've been talking about on the show each week. 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. Get yourself set up with a more confident plan to retire. Get yourself also set up for those uh, dinner seminars. A lot of knowledge and some fun and a great dinner all combined in one. You get to meet Ben and Matt. It's going to be a fabulous time. And uh, let me give you that phone number one more time, 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. So we're talking, you know, the, the things that you guys are discussing here reminds me that that this is this can be all be very complicated. And, you know, retirement planning is not a do-it-yourself situation just by looking at the different aspects of Social Security, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, and, and there's other areas where it comes to how – it works with wages. So mm -hmm. if you are before full retirement age, so let's say you're 67 and you're working and you decide, hey, I want to take Social Security at 62 while I'm still working, then you can, mm -hmm. but every, uh, but there's a dollar limit before you start getting a penalty. So if you are making more in wages than $21,240, so just over $21,000, then you will get penalized one for every $2 you earn over that number on your social security. Yeah. So half price sale, uh, essentially, <laughs> you know, and, and when it comes to something you said earlier too, like you just took for an example last year, if someone has, if someone was say 68 and they delayed social security last year and did not take it, mm -hmm. well then with the 8% increase leading up to 70 and the 8% for inflation, you're talking about a 16% change. Yeah. If they say, well, I'll just take it early when I'm getting very little and I'll just reinvest it. Well, I hope last year you got 16%. And then it compounded for the previous year. And years. then it compounded. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's something that, uh, you know, you're, you're right, Gary. Retirement planning is yeah. not simple. It's not easy. We've spent this whole episode, the, the vast majority of this episode is on social security yeah. mm -hmm. because it, it's there and it's an important part. And people who don't plan accordingly can regret it later. So, you know, if, if anything that we've talked about has struck a chord with you, um, Ben and I, you know, every week we, we, we leave 10 slots open for our personal schedules for people to call in and sit down with us. Um, if you do, we're going to sit down with you and, and we're going to take a look at where you're at. There's no judgment. There's no obligation. We're simply doing a so what, what now analysis. We're going to sit and what our plan strategies look at is we look at five key areas in retirement because we believe that these five areas uh, need to be gone through with a fine-tooth comb in order to plan a holistic, clear, coherent, comprehensive retirement plan. And that's income planning. Uh, and we're going to look at cash flow there, including Social Security. We're going to look at tax planning, uh, insurance planning, estate planning, and then finally investment planning. Um, because there are a lot of investments out there, but we leave that to last because we need to know the rest of the needs and the goals uh, in order to pick what investments are right for you. So if you call now and you take one of those slots, we are going to give you a copy of Ben Koval's book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. That gives you a good insight into our mindset here um, uh, at SoundPath Retirement, as well as we've talked earlier on the show. If you'd like to get together on more of a casual level and meet Ben or myself in person, uh, we're holding a handful of seminars, dinner seminars, uh, over the next uh, two to four weeks, some on the east side around Bellevue and some on the west side around Edmonds, Montlake Terrace area. Then uh, give a call. Let us know you're interested in that. We'll get you and a plus one out. Sit down with a group of people. We'll have a nice dinner, and we will just simply share information, and we'd love to meet you in person as well. 
So uh, give us a call. We look forward to talking with you. Yeah. Hey, sign me up for that seminar. I'll take the chicken, please. Thank you very much. Uh, 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Our goal of the show here is help you make the best decision. Any questions about what we're talking about, how it may apply to your own situation, Seriously, folks, just get on the phone right now. Punch those numbers in, 877-249-6900. Really get you set up with a more confident plan to retire, stress-free, peace of mind, no cost or no obligation. Or when you call, uh, get yourself set up for one of those uh, events that Ben and Matt were talking about. One more time on the number before we go to break, 877-249-6900. We'll take a short break. Back with more of Ben and Matt and Sound Path to Retirement in just a moment. What's up next, guys? Uh, coming back to our favorite time of the show, it's questions and answers with our listeners. Welcome back to the show. This is Sound Path to Retirement. I am your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Back with us to help you take charge of your money is Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger with us each week at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. A little bit about Ben and Matt, over 10 years' experience there for fiduciaries, which means by law has to have the best interest of their clients. And you know by now, the things we talk about on the show each week are the things we know that you folks listening, whether you're retired already or maybe you're in that retirement red zone, you need to know about long-term care, tax minimization strategies, Social Security, and so much more. All right, so let's get to our questions that came in to us. Barry in Seattle, I'm 60 and retiring in 18 months, but I'm stumped about Social Security as it relates to my IRA withdrawals, my full retirement age is 67. Now, I always assumed I take Social Security ASAP. My logic has been in deferring or delaying, delaying, I should say, or limiting withdrawals from my IRA. So I'll be continuing to grow and earn money. Am I way off? Here we go. Our first question, a Social Security question, guys. Well, Barry's been listening to the show. So. Yes, absolutely. Uh, no, great question, Barry. Um, are you way off? I, I'm not, I, I wouldn't say you're way off. It really depends on your situation. So I wouldn't say that uh, your plan is the right plan for everyone, nor is it the wrong plan for everyone. Let, let me explain. So you're 60 and looking at retiring in the next 18 months. So if financially that works for you, first of all, congratulations on what many would consider an early retirement. Uh, but there's a lot of planning now that goes into retiring at age 61, 61 and a half, 62, you know, whenever you're looking at retiring here in 18 months. Uh, one has to do with, yeah, social security. Do you take social security now at a lesser amount, but leave your invested funds, you know, in the market or wherever they are in order to, to build, uh, or do you start pulling from your investment funds and let social security continue to build? The other question is, what do you need for cash flow? Like what's just simply realistic. And when you're under 65, there's other things to consider, such as, you know, when you're dealing with your budget, you're, you're going to have a much higher budget in the first few years because you're looking at medical, right? You don't have Medicare coming in. Most of my clients, if they're retiring before 65, choose to budget a, around $1,000 a person per month uh, for, for medical on, on the open market. Um, and if you have a significant other, you know, add to that as well. So these are things we would sit down and look. Now, I will say if you've chatted, I have many people that have come in and said that their previous advisors have told them, draw Social Security first, and leave your stocks as stocks. And often it's because it comes from a broker who only works with, with stocks. <laughs> and so if you take any money out of that to live, then that just takes away from their percentage of assets under management they charge for. The truth is, Ben and I, since we are independent and we don't charge a percentage of assets under management, 
Uh, we don't personally have a pony in the show. We'll run the numbers and see what's best for you. We don't really care which way you go as long as we pick the right one for you. So give us a call, come sit down, and let's let's look at uh, all the variables and see which one's best. Yeah, great advice. And that's that's where your fiduciary responsibilities come in and having the best interests of the clients and not of the, the firm you're working for. You're completely independent. That's really important, too. All right. Uh, great question, Barry. Thank you. Joyce in Redmond, when you withdraw monies from a 401k plan, pay taxes, and reinvest the balance into a Roth 401k, is there a waiting period of five years before the profit is tax-free? Also, if you do this yearly, much each conversion amount be held for five years or once the Roth 401 is open. Is it only one five-year period? Lots of questions from uh, from Joyce here. Yeah, good question. So uh, first, it's, yes, you have to have a five-year waiting period before you can take the growth. So at any point in time, if you do, let's say, $10,000 into a Roth, you can take that $10,000 out without any penalty or tax whenever, but you can't take the growth from that $10,000 until five years have passed. So yes, it is a five-year waiting period, and it's five years on each successive conversion or contribution. So it means that you'll have to keep track of multiple five-year periods if you're doing this year over year. So it doesn't start based on the year that the Roth was opened. It's based off of the year that the conversion was put in. And it's five years starting in the year that you put it in. So if you put it in in January or July or October, it, that's one year is that calendar year. And then it'd be four additional years before you can get the growth out of it. So good question. Yeah, uh, really it comes to mind that, you know, there's a lot of moving parts, a lot of puzzle pieces. Uh, retirement planning is not a do-it-yourself situation. Joyce and uh, Barry, go see uh, Ben and Matt, and they will definitely uh, help you out. Let me give you guys the phone number and everybody else who's listening. It is 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. Get yourself all set up with a comprehensive plan, no cost or no obligation. Or you can get yourself invited to one of the dinner seminars that they're having around town. And by the way, the reminder, the show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate, with me each week at this time. Ben Koval, Matt Leiberger, thank you for joining us. Spending part of your Sunday morning at Cairo News Radio 97.3. We are caffeinated. We're going through the show here. And we got some more <laughs> questions from our listeners. David and Kirkland, with the recent downturn in the stock market, I was trying to look ways to protect my portfolio. You know the adage, diversify, diversify, diversify. But what does that actually mean? How do I go about diversifying to protect my investments in volatile markets? David's concerned about market volatility. Aren't we all, guys? Aren't we all? Yeah. David, great question. Uh, that's a question that, again, unless someone's been living under a rock or not caring to look at their portfolio, if you lived through last year, uh, you're definitely thinking of these questions because it's volatile. Um, depending on your age, David, you, you didn't list your age here, uh, whether you're close to retirement or you're one of our younger listeners that still listens, even though Ben always says we only talk to retirees. <laughs> um, it, David, depending on your age, diversification means a few different things to me when I'm giving advice. Uh, when you're young, everything can be in the market. You know, if you're my 25-year-old nephew, uh, I get it. He's very heavily into equities. He's, he's in the market. And diversification means please don't put all of your eggs in Microsoft, yeah. right? Like diversify a little bit within the market. The closer you get to retirement and into retirement, we look at diversification more uh, in consideration of starting with a diversification of asset allocations. In other words, not just being in the market, looking at some things that are 
yes, at risk in the market, which, uh, you know, over time is high growth, but risky on a short term, uh, to looking at things that protect your principal completely and still uh, have growth by leveraging time horizons to places where you can put your money that are safe and still liquid for emergencies. So this is what we look at for diversification in retirement. So if that's the case, you know, it, it would depend on what you currently have. Ben and I always consider ourselves, I, I say it a lot, that we're kind of the master of the junk drawers. So we're gonna we're gonna pull out your junk drawer and see where all all of your funds are right now, and uh, and then we're gonna dump it on the table and talk with you based on your risk tolerance and what your goals are. Then we're gonna re reformulate that with different asset allocations and diversification within each, each one. So I'd love to sit down and talk with you in person, see what works for you. It's a great question. Yeah, you know, many and we talk about this a lot. Many folks think you know having a bunch of different stocks or a bunch of different bonds is diversification, but you really mentioned that clearly it's it's different asset allocations and. And different, uh, you know, different assets in different, you know, different parts, different pieces, so to speak. All right, let's get to Linda in uh, Port Townsend. I'm asking a question on my parents' behalf. My father is approaching his full retirement age. I recently learned that his entire portfolio, 2.5 million, is tied up in a single stock, which happens to be the same company he worked for since the late 90s. Down in bull market, his retirement grew above three million. He thought he was set, so didn't have to protect any more of it. However, it's a, taken a significant hit in the bear market, which has come at an inconvenient time. Any suggestions on how to handle this situation? It's not unusual for folks to put all their uh, retirement in the company they work for all those years, right, guys? Well, and usually it's through stock gifting. Yeah, you know, I, I vaguely remember we had a question very similar to this a handful of months ago. Uh, and I call these people accidental millionaires. You know, there wasn't necessarily a design, but it's usually you're in with Costco or Microsoft or someone who does a lot of um, stock options and stock giftings. And all of a sudden you have a very high percentage of your asset base in a single stock that's done great for you while you've been accumulating. And that's probably what's happened here. We don't know the tax status on this, but I'm assuming it's stock options. If that's the case, then we've got tax issues that are only getting more and more complicated here. So there's a couple problems involved. First one being that, yeah, last year probably didn't do very well. It's doing fine this year, I'd bet. And so it's about minimizing volatility swings in the amount of income that we need in retirement. So stabilizing some funds, and that does mean divesting away from it. You know, it doesn't usually make much sense to put 100% of your asset base in a single stock. Anybody heard of Enron? Yeah, yeah. Ben, did you have no, another actually, question that you had? I'm sorry that uh, wanted. Yeah, to I, I've got another question here yep. that I want to that I want to get to. This is from Alan, asked a couple weeks ago. Said, my question is that I'm 77, retired, and have a Roth IRA account that I had before I retired, and I've received and inherited. I need to transfer it to my account. Can I put it into another Roth I have, or because I'm not working anymore, can I just put it into a general account? So, when it comes to Roth accounts. You can move it into a, uh, well, it depends. The inherited needs to stay inherited because there are required minimum distributions coming out of it. Even though it is a Roth, it's just not going to be taxable. If it's your individual Roth that you have contributed to, you can, of course, move that to a different Roth if you want to. But one thing I highly recommend you do not do is move it into a general account. If you take this Roth, which is tax advantaged, meaning that it is going to be growing tax-free, and you move it to a general account, it is now capital gain exposed. So every gain is going to be taxed as capital gains. So only time you should move this into a general account is if you're moving it to your checking account to use in the next month as income. So make sure that you're using the tax qualifications of these vehicles in the correct way, or ultimately have this be what goes to your beneficiaries, because then they can draw it out tax-free. Yeah. 
You know, great questions. Uh, every week we, we get wonderful questions from, from listeners. So thank you so much. And, and as you, as you heard today, you know, we, this one, we got to a couple of weeks later, sometimes we get loaded up, but please continue to, uh, to write in with your questions. So if, if, if you're driving along, listen to us and some of these questions, you know, resound with you and they've sparked other questions in your mind, knowledge is power and getting answers to your questions is the first step to setting a comprehensive, safe retirement plan. So, that's what Ben and I are here for. Every week, we leave 10 openings on our calendars for us to sit down and, and meet one-on-one uh, -on -one with our listeners. So if you want to sit down with Ben and myself, give us a call, and we'll get you on the schedule. Also, we've been discussing all show that we have some dinner seminars coming up this month, uh, a few on the east side and the west side, so over in the uh, Redmond area, Kirkland area, and over, uh, I think it's in Bellevue coming up, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then also over on the west side in uh, in the Edmonds Motley Terrace area. So if you want to come out to that, come sit down with some other people that also have questions that are looking to find out what's going on in the market. Bring a plus one. Uh, we'll all enjoy some dinner. And Ben and I, uh, we'd love to meet you in person, put a face to the voice behind the radio and be able to talk a little bit about what's going on and give some some information of what's going on in this economy. Uh, if after that, you want to sit down with us personally, you can get on our schedules. So give us a call if you uh, we're pretty busy with this offering. So if you if all lines are busy, please leave a voice message. And one of our folks will get back to you as soon as possible and get you on the calendar. All right, great advice, Matt. 877-249-6900. This is your chance to benefit from a comprehensive, personalized retirement plan. Call right now. We still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar this week. And remember, the consultation is offered at no cost or no obligation. Get on Ben and Matt's calendar, 877-249-6900. Or set yourself up for one of those uh, dinner seminars. It's going to be a great evening. Uh, a lot of knowledge transfer and some fun and dinner and get to meet Ben and Matt. 877-249-6900. All right, the show has flown right on by. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. We hope you found the information we presented helpful. Look forward to all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics and new questions right here on Sound Path Retirement with Ben and Matt. Guys, as always, it's a pleasure. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Gary. All content is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decisions, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or indication or future results. Opinions expressed are solely those of SoundPath Retirement Strategies and staff. The information discussed has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed as to accuracy and completeness and does not purport to be a complete analysis of the materials discussed. The information contained herein should in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of the state other than the state of Washington or where otherwise legally permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires the review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizons. Investing always involves risk and the possible loss of capital. SoundPath Retirement Strategies is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Advisory services offered through SoundPath Retirement Strategies, an investment advisor in the state of Washington.